Okay, Erev Tov, we are continuing in the first section of the Marn of Uchim, we're in Perak Chof Ches, and we were discussing the idea of regel of the foot, and we said the foot means it could be a cause of something, something that causes something, and after we got through that causation, we're dealing with the Pasuk of the people the Zikanim and Nodim Ravio, who were looking more than they were supposed to be looking, and they saw Kemaisa Livnas Sapir. Uh, they saw something, a form of a uh, sapphire brickwork of some kind. And the question is, you know, what? So we were first we we're dealing with the Tachas, uh, we we're dealing with the um, Regel aspect. Uh, we're talking tachas raglov under Hashem's legs. So we're saying it's under the kisei hakavod, according to Targum. According to Rambam, it was no. As a result of what Hashem is causing, is coming out. And we said that the Targum didn't get any further to describe what this sapphire thing was. And the Rambam went and told us we're talking about the first matter that exists. And that this first matter we said was something like a crystal to our understanding, okay? But it obviously wasn't a crystal per se, but it was something that's the step after Hashem and the step before the four primary elements. It was something, a first matter that could now absorb a form, so to speak. And well, we could call like, that energy. We say like what we say in the table, no, no. No, 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 no. That's something else. No, no. no. We're giving a different muscle. We're doing a different muscle. Not, not like we're talking. Not a real crystal. We're, we're, we were saying it was energy. Energy is colorless. But then we said, but when you put the, the energy, create something, it can create all kinds of things that come from that. But the energy per se. So we just gave a muscle to like a prism. But the prism has no color. But you can make many colors. If the prism had a color, it couldn't produce any colors. So the same thing over here, the pre-man, the first matter is has no form yet. So it could take on, it could create certain forms that and that is what the people saw or prophesied per se. Okay, so we have to finish up that point. So we're uh, it's just gonna continue what we're saying. Ah, Kasher Hoya Hagesha, but if this Sapir was really of physical, okay, Hamazir Neder Hamarim Kulam, the fact that it's missing that, okay, it, it wouldn't be able to to show it any colors. So Yekabel Mibneza Hamarim Kulam Zacherza. All right, in other words, it was a type of a physicality that didn't have really anything in it yet. And since it was missing all the real characteristics of form, it could now take on some form. That's like the image of first matter. In its truest sense, first matter is is missing any kind of shape. And therefore, and because of that, now it can take any shape afterwards. It could take on shape because it has no shape, and that could be other shapes of the four elements. Now, that is what the 
early, these prophets or whoever you want, these students, this is what they comprehended. Okay. They comprehended this first matter. And they related it to Hashem. Leo's Rosh Beriosav. It's the first of God's actual creations. Hamechayev that is now subject to Havaya coming into existence. said and something that can go out of existence. For who and Hashem was Mechacho. Hashem was one who initiated this. Gam came from. We're going to talk a lot more of this in the second section, chapter 26. This could also possibly be, the Ram doesn't say this, but I've heard others say, this could be what it means when we said in the beginning of creation, the world was tohu vavo. What is tohu vavo? It's got to be, what, there's nothing, nothing? Well, there was nothing before. So some suggest tohu vavo was this first matter. It was, it was, it was, a, it was a matter, but empty matter. And now, right, and that's what Hashem created. That's the first step of creation. And then from that, it now begins to take on primary elements. And this is what these people um, either physically saw or they intellectualized Hashem. But one thing's clear. It wasn't Hashem. But what was it? It was the very first thing that Hashem created. So as we say, so, so when we say, so the Targum was saying that under his feet means it was under his throne of glory. Under his throne of under the under the throne of glory was this tile type of uh, crystal crystal color, which shows the beginning of this new creation reality. Ramam says, I don't have to say that. I could say that Hashem was the cause of this initial primal matter, but it's not that Hashem was had a chair, not that he was sitting on anything, and not that they saw Hashem either. They didn't see Hashem, they saw a vision that Hashem provided for them. They came to an intellectual understanding of what happened. Now, you need my interpretation here. I feel a parish inkles, even if you're gonna take Unculus's explanation, who says it's the throne of glory, and it, it doesn't mean before, but you still have to come on to it. Why? Asher Omar, he says, under the throne of glory, so it's the throne of the covenant, even though he said that, you still, Klomar, we still have to know, well, what did they see? Now remember, Uncle's was not in the business of telling us mystical understandings. No, His business was to make us just now that God is not corporeal. But Uncle's will have to agree, and he showed him something. Something was under the throne of glory. Kiachomer Harishon, if you think about it, primal matter, Hugam came by Emes Tachas It's also under the heavens, so to speak. Hanikroin Kisei, let's just call it the Kisei, as we explained earlier in Paratess. Okay, fine. The reason I brought this wondrous interpretation, Fahamsi said, I bring this out. You think I made this all up by myself? I didn't make this all up by myself. If we will look at the words of Rebbe Eliezer, Tana Deve Eliezer, a madrash. Eliezer Hagadol. 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 Eliezer Hagadol.
which we will learn in section 2, chapter 26. He'll bring it all down. You can understand a little bit of a hint or two. So I'm not making this up by myself. There's allusions to this in that piece over there. But remember, the whole intention from everything that we're trying to intellectualize here is to distance ourselves from any corporeality of Hashem. And also, and to understand that anything we're talking about in the Torah is all of an intellectual definition, and not something of sensory nature attributed to Hashem. No. Know this and understand this. Okay. So let us do the following. Let us also now take a look at the Siporno. Click away. And let's look to the left. Exodus 24. Let's go over the Pusik again. 10. By Yero S. L. A. K. Israel. They saw the God of Israel. So Rambam is going to say they, um, they were able to intellectualize something about Hashem. Vitachas Raglov. Not under his feet, but Rambam, as he is the cause of. Or Tachas the Shechina. The Kisa Shechina. Some kind of work of a sapphire brick. Okay, now, go to the right, the Saperno. The Saperno came well after the Rambam. But you see how he puts this into the shot. He must be accepting what the Rambam says. He says, Etzem, the essence, Ne'edar, is missing. Kol Hatsuras Haschilchlios. It's missing any intellectual type of shape. But but it's ready to receive. Just like sapphire, which is the most uh, um, withheld of colors. In other words, the sapphire, it has no color. Right? And that is the most sublime of colors. The color of no colors. Right? So that, just like the sapphire, has no color. It's clear. But it's able to take. Or as Shelley said, it becomes the prism. And the colors come through it. And this is the essence of the soul of the intellectual person. What is he hinting at here? We will see in a minute. That is lacking any wisdom. And is prepared to receive it with free will choice intellectualism. Ooh, what is the Sephorno adding over here? A very important shot. Okay, so what is the Sephorno telling us here? So this is the point. Here's the question Rambam is not addressing, but it has to be addressed. Okay, now there's a Machlokas. Is this before Sinai, after Sinai? It's Machlokas exactly when this happened. But it is around the Sinai event. Yeah. It's definitely connected to Sinai. They're at Sinai. But, <clears throat> but the question is, so why, if this is really the first real vision, Hashem is showing them some type of low, low-level prophecy. Why is he showing them this? Well, the simple shot, if you uh, look at Rashi, Rashi says, listen, I remember the Jewish people, this was like a brickwork. So it's symbolic. Oh, Hashem remembers the Jews were working hard in Mitzrayim. Oh, yeah, no, that's Rashi yeah, from Chazal. To remember they're working hard in Mitzrayim. 
So that's one thing. And I took you out of Mitzrayim to give you the Torah. Okay, but still, I mean, there's a lot of other visions. So another interpretation would be, is not only is Hashem going to be the giver of the law, but he's also the creator of the world via first matter. And these two things have to be intertwined. In other words, it's not just you're getting the Torah. The getting the Torah is nice. It's a good thing. But you got to know there is an interconnection between the Torah and reality. I gave you the Torah, but that Torah preceded the world. And that means the whole world runs according to Torah. And therefore, I'm showing you what the initial part of creation was. I'm the one who created the world. And look, here's prime matter that I created. And just like prime matter really makes everything go from there, so Torah is like prime intellect, so to speak. Now, take, now the Saferno takes it a step further. And this is such a beautiful idea. Too. The English does a terrible job here. If you look... Up, up, no, the other way. Look over here. He says, uh, this is almost, look over here. In essence, totally transparent, devoid of colors and permanent contours. That's good. So it's almost completely abstract. Cable absorbing spiritual from, from spiritual domains at will. That's good. An allegorical description of the human life force. It's missing a lot. Now, if go back to the Hebrew again. Look again, right. He says, but the English didn't translate the last two lines. Yeah. When when you are born, you have a tabla rosa, don't you? Yeah. Is there any preconceived notions to anything? So what Hashem is so showing that just like there is prime matter, and with the prime matter from the prime matter will dictate what kind of matter can evolve from it. Again, the prime matter, whatever it was, Hashem made it a certain way and can only now take in certain physical matter, right? That fit into our laws of physics. Remember, fire goes up, wind blows, earth, you know, the four prime elements. Now, is it possible? Could God have not made fire go down? Sure, but they couldn't because Hashem made the prime matter to make the four elements the way the four elements are. And fire has very unusual uh, qualities. Fire burns. Why couldn't fire freeze? Good. God wanted it to. Can do that. Don't have to consume. Can do a lot of things. Right, I'm just saying, but you see, the prime matter dictates everything that comes out of it. So guess what? Hashem is saying, just like the prime matter will take everything that comes out, you now, at this point in time, Sinai, I'm going to wipe your brains clean. You know, like uh, they say, you wipe the, the, the hard drive. So it's yeah. almost like the extra sketch You just you, you know, Hillary, Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton's bad joke, right? Yeah. She, 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 I wiped the hard drive with a cloth, <laughs> right? Oh, you wipe, it's like when you take everything out of the house. Because think about this, we come with all our schema. The schema that we have um, shapes the information of Torah that we get. That's why the most important quality of learning Torah is humility. 
If you don't have humility, you say, okay, I got my opinions, then let's see how the Torah stacks up. And then you can't, there's nothing you can do about it. It's in your brain. So humility says, whatever I think is zero. And whatever Hashem says has to be true. I may not understand it, but I'm not going to say it's not true. I could ask questions. I could say I don't understand. I don't this. But I know it is the truth. My problem is I have to find the truth. But that's only, so what Hashem is saying, I'm, you are now like prime matter of the brain. And now you'll be, the Sinai revelation, that is the big Kiddush of Sinai revelation. That when you figure, how could they get the Torah? They're coming from Egypt. You know what kind of cuckoo brains? You know what kind of Holocaust survivors they were? We know what happened to the Holocaust survivors. Not all of them. Not all of them came out so normal. No matter what, it wasn't their fault. So you can imagine they were worse than Holocaust. Well, okay, good, good, good. But what Hashem is telling them in this image, that just like primal matter is necessary to create the world that's there. And that world is paralleled exactly by the Torah. So your brain has to be prime brain matter. And how's that going to happen? I'm going to wipe it clean. Could be when they died, whatever, and it's all gone. And now what you're going to get from the Torah is going to purely go in. Okay, but, but, but that's a, a critical point that it, that it's a beautiful idea he's saying that the image Sephardo in just the Sephardo is a very short commentary, but he's got some amazing gems over here, and this clearly has to be following the Rambam's approach over here. There's no question about it because that's that's what he's saying, and that and that is why the connection is this is a strong connection. Now let's take it one step further. What? So I get, so let's put this in the perspective of creating first man. So you have that primal matter that was created. The Torah clearly says that God blew Hashemah into him, right? He got blew that into him. So how does that get through this prism? It's not physical either. It's a Hashemah. No, no, the Hashemah was, was. And God puts that in directly. Was pure. Was was like the Tabla Rosa. No, but how does it get? No, I mean, you're trying to fuse the neshama and the prime matter together. Is that what you're yeah. trying to do? Yeah, how do we get the, the neshama into that? Neshama is not matter at all. Right, that's what I'm saying. So how does it get in there? It's, that's called a miracle. <laughs> it's a miracle. But that's the bracha sheri yatsar. You made which means you put an infinite soul into a finite body. Yeah, you can't explain it. But then it's kind of. It's kind of what? Why? I'm I'm not sure what. what, what, what? Give him a chance. This is for matter. This is for matter. Matter is one thing. Physical matter. How do we get the person of the Shama into that physical matter? It's not physical. It's not physical. Into that physical body. That's, That's God's miracle. That's just, I can't explain it. That happens. Just like Hashem. Hashem is here, right? How do you fit Hashem into this room? And everywhere else. Hashem's here. He's there. He's everywhere. He's not physical. That part of the soul, you know, uh, which which can eventually uh, permutate down to the levels of nefesh, 
which is something that is more, that's more like the prime. The biochemical sort of. Right, it's there, but it, it, those are two separate things. Yeah. But what Hashem is telling you, but your brain is physical. The brain, yeah. and the brain waves, and the history, right. that's all physical. So now Hashem is saying, I'm wiping it clean, and you're coming with only the information that's Emmis, Sinai, uh, the miracles at Egypt, the miracles you see, I guess the the post-traumatic stress wiped out. All those things were wiped out. That would, it seemed, and you're open, or at least you're open, your mind is completely open. Could be maybe they remembered, certainly they remembered who their family was. I mean, it wasn't that they were totally didn't know anything. But I think that, but the post-traumatic stress, Martin can weigh in much more on this, um, it's somewhere in your brain, somewhere in the. Well, they definitely were traumatized. In the in the neural pathways, whatever. But Hashem could clean the negative neural pathways and keep the positive neural pathways, and therefore that'll be now your mind will be like the primal matter for spirituality. Now you can now with so so let's say a person is a real whatever, a real leftist, I mean, a cut-in-the-cloth leftist, go try to teach him Torah. Go, you can't, there's nowhere to get in. It's like, it's, it's like, it's black. <laughs> it's not going to take out any other color. A person who's manish, open, open-minded, I'm ready to hear anything. And if it makes sense, I'll take it. So the Jews were in manish, clean. Whatever is MS, they can see this. Clearly, with that, yeah. If they were completely cleaned out, so how do they sew the golden calf? If they were completely cleaned out, then he wouldn't have to uh, die in the in the bar. They didn't have to. They sinned. They no. I'm they saying, saying, I'm saying forever. So their sins now have to parallel that of Adam and Rishon. Remember, they were at Adam and Rishon before the Chait. That's where they got to it. See, they were Adam and Rishon before the Chait. Adam and Rishon before the Chait was pure, no blemish, living forever. Everything forever. So how Adam Rishon sinned is a whole discussion. The golden calf is a whole discussion. It wasn't so simple. It wasn't simple. Now, one last part. Now go to please Netzach Yisrael, the Maral, from over here. Now we're going to explain another statement. It works the same way. You see from the words of the rabbis who are deep in their wisdom, they explain the virtue of the Mashiach. I'm Rebbe Alexandria, Yeshua ben Levi, Rami. We have two psukim that contradicts each other. Ksiv, it says in Daniel, it will come like clouds. It will come like clouds. It will just fly right in. Easy, fast, and simple. Ah, then what? Ani roichev alachamor. Got to come on a donkey. So how do you answer? So zachar, if we merit, just flies in like the crowd. Lo zachar, ani roichev alachamor. Okay, fine. That's the statement. Came along, so the king, Shvar Malka, said to Shmuel, listen, you guys have a problem with the Mashiach campaign? I'll help you out. Amrisi Mashiach, Al-Khamrasi, you're saying the Mashiach's coming on a donkey? I'm going to give you a, a, a flash for a stallion. I'll take you one of the stallions out of the royal things so Mashiach can go fast. I'm like, do you have all the colors it could be? It has so many colors. It needs to have hundreds of colors. You're not going to have a hundred colors. 
So what's going on? Rutzlers, what's this Gemara mean? So it's got to come on a donkey. It can't come on a horse. The horse can't have a hundred colors. What's it talking about? The virtues of the Mashiach. What's the virtues? Shechamor, what do we know about the Chamor? He's yeah. the simplest of all animals. What we call a dumb man. He doesn't have any, he has no mind of his own. He doesn't, he doesn't kick back at you. He doesn't do any of these things. You put a load on him, he takes it. Put a bigger load on. Yeah, but but he'll take any load you give him. As opposed to a horse, a horse is very hard to break him in. The donkey, he's like very, very grossly physical, but can take on. It's humorous. What he's going to basically say is the donkey is a symbol of the primal matter. In other words, it could take... You try to put a load on a horse. Good luck. No one's going to take you to break in that horse to finally get something. A donkey, just put the load on. Put another load on. He just takes it all. He doesn't have his own wisdom. When the Mashiach will ride on a simplistic thing, he's totally beyond everything else. He doesn't have any preconceived notions. Don't be so wondrous that it's a chamor, because the sof sof chomer is the simplest physicality, and who's the exact opposite of a donkey? It's the opposite of the snake. Snake is cunning, wily, cunning. The snake is anything but a simple thing. So you think you're going to Mashiach's coming with a snake? I have a better idea. I have a better idea. Let's look at Mashiach. It's coming with Mashiach. You just accept it. When you ride on something that's simple, you're totally removed from everything else. So in other words, that is the idea of the Ani Chachmor. Same idea when Mashiach comes. It will be another period where we're going to cleanse the entire world. It's going to come to that. How else are people going to accept the Mashiach? Well, you understand what the world... The, the storehouses of wisdom will open up? Yeah, Arupa, Shemayim, yeah, all of wisdom. But something's got to... So we got to all be like... Donkeys do not. Do you ever a donkey besides Billum's donkey? Yeah. You ever get an argument from a donkey? Never. No, you just go and you go and you go and you kick it and it goes. Accepts everything. They don't say hey. It's right. the ultimate chumrius. I mean, you could just pile it all on. So what do we want? We want to pile on all as much wisdom as possible. So that's the same idea. So we had this with first man. We have this with Torah Sinai. We have this uh, the vision of the lattice, uh, the the sapphire, and we have this as well. Okay. Tomorrow we get to is Hashem sad or not? Sad. Sad. Let's see.